This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. We are T-minus six hours away from first pitch of Game 5 of the World Series, which you can hear right here on 105.3 The Fan. What you can also always hear on 105.3 The Fan, that's the C-Block starring Corey Majors. Thank you very much, Kevin. I do, I do want to throw this out there real quick, if it's okay, for just a second. Uh, this is uh, what I will be playing in my head uh, for, the, for all the way through the game tonight. As soon as I walk out these doors, in my mind, this song is going to be playing over and over and over. I hope you all guys can get kind of the same experience because get ready. Tonight is the kind of night. Hit it. Yes. Hit it. Uh, tonight's the kind of night where everything could change. He even says in those lyrics right there, he's like his, his perfect smile on his face. His eyes begin to flood because he's crying because he's so excited about tonight. And yes, your heart pumps blood, Mike. It always pumps blood. Music is interesting. <laughs> what, is, what does that mean? Because the music that you uh-huh. think of or like the other day, what was the song you played? Like, because you were so happy the Rangers were winning. I was like, this is a weird song. It was a, a song I had up on, like, just up while uh, while Adolis Garcia was playing. It's called Quando, Quando, Quando. And That's right. Tell me when will I am amazed that you have that ready to go. Like, this just doesn't seem like a rally Wonder, song Wonder. to me. No, but that's what I'm saying. Like, that song, I don't know. He hit a home run while I was playing it, Mike. So it did something, okay? But tonight's the kind of night everything could change. Hold on. Somebody said we just lost because of that song. Why? Why would we lose? Everything could change. The whole history of everything you know as a Rangers fan I f- could change tonight. I feel like Kevin is a hardcore um, music guy. Yeah. Like what's your what's your like right now hardcore music song to go to if the Rangers win it all? I know we didn't plan on this, but after hearing that one, I feel like I hear the that things are going to change or things could change mm-hmm. and smile on your face and blood is pumping. Eyes are welling up with tears. Well, I will admit when I walked into the prep room, I started playing Tonight Tonight by the Smashing Pumpkins for him. But it's all I do is win. Yeah. That that's a good like one. I I like I want to start the song with that, or if things go right, start the show tomorrow with "We Are the Champions" because I think that would be really amazing mixed in with Rangers highlights. But okay. yeah, all I do is win is what's on my mind, dude. When we begin, t- there's a possibility that tomorrow we could be on air and we say, "Home of the World Champion." I'll just leave it at that. All right, all right, back yeah. to, back to the. Is this you? All I do is win, win, win. 
Okay, well, we have, uh, <laughs> this is an instrumental version, yeah. guys. So I was trying to give you all the room to go. Oh, <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Do it. But why am I weird? Because right now I'm thinking of the Six Flags song where the old man's dancing out of the bus. And you know, I, I know every person has got Creed stuck in their head still, and that's going to be. By the way, and I think, hot they, dogs in I think their mouth. they did just announce that they uh, they're going to go on a tour now. So that's yeah, about they're going to gonna come through Dallas because they're like we pretty much have to. So don't forget, <laughs> I'm going. Where you heard that story I, first? Yeah, right here on the fan. I will go to that Creed concert wearing Texas Rangers gear. Okay. You will not be the only one for sure. Every, the whole place is going to be packed full of Rangers fans. That's the way I'm that sure it's the be. Rangers will all be there with backstage passes too. All right. So I don't I don't want to to go too much further uh, with the the potential. I don't want to belabor the jinxing here. Today's right? just another day. Just another day. Just another, another night. Game. Game one seventy nine or whatever it is. I don't even know. It's just another game in Corey Seager's world, and it has absolutely been Corey Seager's world. One eighty. As last night, we saw the statistic that he has now played in seventy seven postseason games, has nineteen home runs, forty eight RBI. And that ties, except for one home run, Reggie Jackson, who I believe had 18 home runs. Correct. That, am I correct on that? So he is tied for with Mr. October. And there was a moment where I almost texted to you guys last night, Mr. October, after that home run, because, geez, man, like he has been that guy. He is. I, I remember Mike was at 96. They had the signs that said hunt for red October because the Rangers were wearing the Rangers red. Yes. And I just remembered that. And I was like, I don't understand that. And then I grew up and I understood a little more. We had the red October. And now what color are we looking for in November? Blue. All right. Sounds good. That sounds like a good color. Why Mike? not gold? Gold. That's a good one, Reggie. Oh, cause I'm, I'm assuming blue because the Rangers have yeah, gone very okay. blue this playoff run like the red is kind of out yeah but, but reggie's right isn't that piece of metal isn't that gold so that's uh yeah. that's what we're looking for right now but you guys those are good answers i really appreciate y'all contributing there look i i get it there's a lot of people that's texting like sarcasm. in i think you're right about that i don't believe in that jinx at all i think if the rangers are going to win they're going to win of their own merits not because of what i said at one o'clock all right uh the what about at two o'clock maybe mm. the actually six at there's honestly nothing we can say to change the outcome of what is going to happen tonight spit facts mike all it's right. already written in history we just oh don't gosh. know the history Did yet we win i don't know did we win? I have no clue. We'll find out. I feel like there's one there? person who knows. God. And they already know the beginning and the end, and we don't know. Boach. Uh, Boach kind of does. <laughs> George, George Lucas. Um, oh, yeah. The So I started looking, and I started feeling this. I was like, I asked this question in the text last night. Is Could Corey Seager potentially be the greatest postseason shortstop of all time? Now I assume yes with the numbers last night. Okay, I and I understand that, but then you go there like let's go look at the world history of great shortstops oh. to play the game. All right, so okay, the, I found a list from Espen uh, that had the top shortstops to play the game. Number, Benji Gill, number ten, what? Alan. No, not Benji Gill, Alan but Trammell. I love him. Alan Trammell, 
Alan Trammell won championship with the Detroit Tigers. I referenced that earlier today. World Kurt Series, Gibson versus Padres. World Series MVP in 1984, three silver sluggers. All that stuff's regular season stuff. All I really care about is the postseason and how they did. Yeah. Joe Cronin, uh, Kevin, you remember oh, him? I don't. 26, I know who Alan Trammell is. 26 to 1955. <laughs> No championships. So like skip Lou past him. Disease. Barry Larkin won championship. Nineteen ninety. Billy Hatcher won the MVP then. Uh he was an MVP in ninety five, but not the World Series, baby. Uh Robin Yount, no championships. Uh Ozzie Smith won championship. Greatest defensive shortstop we've ever seen. And he was in an episode of The Simpsons. I do think he has the greatest defensive shortstop of all time. Number five on this list is Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter won. You call him the Michael Young of New York, right? Won, yeah. Yes, I do. I've always <laughs> said he's, Overrated defensive he's just a guy. In history of he's in the right spot at the right time. Uh, one World Series MVP. But he's dream- He's driving Lincolns now in the rain. Yes, to get to his family. Five God, World Championships. Yes. <laughs> Five World Championships. Five. And, and wow, people impressive. call him Mr. November, Captain Clutch, like all those things. That's where it comes down to, all right? So I went through the rest of it, and they had Cal Ripken, one championship, Ernie Banks, no championships, A-Rod, one championship with New York. But was he a shortstop? Or, Third baseman okay. on and that then team. Honus Wagner, who won a championship with Pittsburgh in 1909. Okay, so I hear what you're saying. Derek Jeter, he's awesome, won all these championships. I'm assuming he won a whole bunch of World Series MVPs, too. Corey Seager might win his second one tonight. Jeter has one. And if Corey Seager wins the Padres in in two thousand, yeah. Uh, so yeah, um, I think it was the um. But the, I started looking at at bats. One hundred and fifty eight games for Derek Jeter. Six hundred and fifty at bats. Twenty home runs. Corey Seager's at seventy seven games. Two hundred and ninety five at bats and. 19 home runs. How many more games did Jeter play? He played 650 minus 295. Right, so that's, that's, uh, that's so do lot. the math there, Kevin. 355 more games. I heard those numbers. Correct. And the All home right, runs bats. aren't close. Uh, the batting average, 308 versus 251. Uh, OPS, 838, 855 for Corey Seager. The, the numbers, the volume numbers are even different, too, with RBIs. 61 RBIs, and Corey Seager has 48. Now, Somebody that might make a case for being the best, aside from Jeter, who again was in five, so he collected big numbers, is Carlos Correa. Carlos Correa had 91 hits. He has 18 home runs. He has 63 RSBI. He had an 860 OPS. Uh, Okay, so, and that does, (laughs) do we just discount everything that Carlos Correa did in his his World Series runs because of the cheating World Series? A lot of it, yeah. Yeah. I do. And so that's where. I saw a list of most hated players to collect in like, and and Altuve and Carlos Correa were very high on the list. That makes sense to me. It really does. So that's where I I was kind of bringing this to the table. How how far away is if Corey Seager wins another World Series MVP and another World Series to go on it? That would be two, correct? Mm -hmm. Uh, So then he's sitting on two with two different teams, and he has two World Series MVPs. That's far away from Jeter's five uh, and one World Series MVP, but the numbers are still pretty spectacular for what Corey Seager's done in this time. If he wins a regular season MVP, that'll be better than Jeter. Okay. Because uh, competing against I'm his own teammate next year, I'm not trying, to, I'm not trying to hate on Jeter. No, why? Why? Do you think 
Why are we talking about Shohei Otani uh, coming to the Rangers? There was a report last night about Shohei Otani is going to really take the Rangers seriously. Oh, I would hope so. We might be on the cusp of winning the championship. Or I guess we are on the cusp of it. By the way, Nomar Garcia-Para in the playoffs had a 1.010 is that uh, good? In, in OPS. Yes. Is that pretty decent? Yes, very good. In 29 games, he had a 1.010 uh, OPS. Are which... you making... Are you making the case for Corey Seager to be the greatest shortstop of all time? Or top 10? Postseason shortstop. Postseason shortstop of all time. And okay. I feel like when I look at the top three, it's Jeter, Seager, and Carlos Correa. I, they got names for like playoff, Johnny right? Peralta, Anobar uh, Garcia-Para, Trey Turner's had some exceptional moments, Lindor's had a, a couple of moments too. But when I'm looking at like the history of this, Alan Trammell, I, I mean, I wasn't really paying attention in 84. Was I was really three good. years old. Yeah, he's a Hall of Famer. Uh, but was but this level of what Corey Seager's done, he is the reason the Rangers are winning games. He's the dude that's taking that to the next level. He tied the game up early. I know Adolis Garcia got us to this point, too. But through that whole stretch, Corey Seager has been, I mean, he's been phenomenal the, the entire playoffs. I know there was a little bit of a moment in the, maybe the Houston series where we were like, what's okay. going on here? So this is his third World Series, 17, 20, and now 23. If I do think this, one, they need to win this World Series. He needs to be the MVP. If they do win this, I think he's going to be the MVP. Um, I would say that with the Rangers, he needs to go to at least one more World Series. I, I you know, maybe even two more. Get a back-to-back in Because his that Jeter, th- look, it is New York. It's yeah. going to, like... Jeter is obviously excellent. I'm just giving some crap about that. No, no, no. I'm just I'm thinking to myself if if Corey Seager really wants to become bigger than Jeter, which is going to be tough doing it in Texas, and he doesn't look. Corey Seager just wants to play baseball. He doesn't want any of the extra stuff. He doesn't want to rep Lincoln or whatever home run Jeter hit because his ass was on the bench in a softball game <laughs> and finally got in over the other Derek. The T-Mobile or something? So I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't even know what the commercial's for. I don't know if Seager, if let's say this happens, if all of a sudden commercials call up and they're like, hey, we, I don't think he's going to want to do that. He kind of has a little bit of that Dirk kind of like, I don't care. I don't want to do this. I'm, I'm yeah. fine. But if he makes it, he wins this one, wins the MVP, and then the Rangers make it to, let's say, two more World Series in the next five years and win one more, and he's the MVP of that World Series, then I think you have a strong case for him being the greatest uh, postseason slash World Series shortstop of all time. The, That's why. We basically were bell training him here. He had a career beforehand. He was really great with the sure. Dodgers. But the Rangers are going to get the rest of his career. Like, I mean, pretty much the rest of his career is lined up on contract to be a Texas Ranger. And here you are in season two of it, potentially on the cusp of a breath away from winning the World Series tonight. And he has many more opportunities, right. hopefully, to make something like that happen. So that's why when I asked the question, I was like, it feels like this is a stupid question because Jeter... But, man, he still has these opportunities to be like, no, I'm the dominant one. We've been talking about the Texas Rangers all day long. Coming up next, though, let's dive into the specifics of Game 5. What to look for, who you're watching out for, the pitching matchup, everything that goes into Game 5 tonight. Let's do that next right here on The Fan. Travis Jankowski, two hits, and now two runs batted in. And here's a drive, high into the air, deep into left field. Guriel going back to the wall. He leaps, and it is gone. 
A home run for Marcus Simeon. It's a three-run shot, and the Rangers are in double figures at 10 to nothing. They would go on to be victorious, perhaps in a game that was closer than any of us hoped it would be. But the point is, the Rangers lead this World Series three games to one, game five tonight. So let's talk specifically about game five. And I want to start with this, if we can. I know Brandon Webb had lots of glowing things to say about Zach Gallen. I don't know if he totally recognized the current situation for Zach Gallen, where I think right. he has struggled more than Brandon did. I think when you're following a team, though, is yes, he's seen it, but he's also seen how he is going. Like He'll probably finish second to Blake Snell and Cy Young sure. voting. I think he's going to yeah. finish second in the National League. So they're like, look, he was arguably the best pitcher in the National League. So I think they're on that optimism, hope of, We've seen him arguably be the best pitcher in the National League. We just need him to find that, which we saw from, let's say, 20, 25 starts this year where he was dominant. So I think it is, to your point, an optimistic view on Gallon. I do think that he is very gettable right now. I do think he is fatigued because I do think he's great, but I don't know how great he is right now. And I think Evaldi not having a great start in game one that he is going to be great tonight. He's been great his whole postseason career. He's in a way pretty fresh. He missed the majority of the second half of the season and really wasn't done with his rehab until the playoffs started. So you're looking at a guy who is in a weird way in his prime of this season because he had two seasons. He had a season and then missed uh, two months almost and then came back rehabbed in the major leagues and is on his, if I'm right about this, his fifth like major start where his arm is built up to start. So I'm just expecting good things from Ivaldi tonight. Yeah, like Jordan Montgomery is the only pitcher on the staff that has pitched all season, right? Yeah. Like every he, everybody else on the staff has had moments where they've either, I mean, Andrew Heaney wasn't in the rotation all year. Uh, Dane Dunning had moments where he was in it and was out. Ivaldi was in and out. Uh, DeGrom. We, we know what happened there. Yeah. Uh, the Even Max Scherzer, as he was part of it, John Gray was missing. Martin Perez was missing for stints. So all that has happened, and it's uh, it's pretty interesting to see that Nathan Evaldi gets to go step on the mound tonight in another massive game for a baseball team. Like, here he is. He, how, how does he keep landing in these moments is one of those things. We talk about, you know, I was talking about Jeter last, last segment. Oh. And Jeter was at the plate in big times, right? But he took advantage of it. And that's why people think that he's better than Michael Young. Because uh, he he just happened to have a team that was always on that stage. He just happened to be there whenever it was time to swing. Michael Young could have done that too. But here's Nathan Evaldi in those moments too. Kevin, you're the question asker and then we answer. But I'm going to ask you this question back. Do you feel like this is the last advantage the Rangers have in starting pitching if – if it goes six slash seven, do you feel like this is your best pitching matchup? Is Evaldi versus Gallon? I I totally get your question. I don't think so. I think we could actually end up having an advantage in game seven, which I know sounds odd because in thought you're gonna be going with like a more established in the you know, more recent time pitcher, but the way John Gray has been throwing the ball has me kind of amped of the potential of seeing him. In Game Seven, I'm not saying yeah, I don't that. want to get. I don't want it to get to there because I don't. You're Agreed. right. Agreed. And Mike has said it. 
every time John Gray steps on the mound, he's either the greatest pitcher we've ever seen and nobody can hit him or it's going to go it's going to go sideways at some point. So that's why I don't, I don't have any desire to see that. Game. Yeah, but and so I'm with you on that. I would definitely especially given what we just saw in the last go around, I would definitely give advantage to uh, the Diamondbacks for game six, for sure. I think game seven is close, but I like our pitching advantage tonight. And that's why it does feel like there's a lot of pressure because I still love this, the the uh, comparison that you brought up a while ago is like quarter one was Dak Prescott. Quarter two is Jalen Hurts. Quarter three is Patrick Mahomes. Like that's what makes baseball so much different than if you're just playing the exact same team the next day. Well, it's mostly the same team, except a totally different pitcher who could totally change the way it goes. So if the Rangers do not win tonight, then obviously you have to be stoked if you're the Diamondbacks because your season is going and you've got your current ace going for game six. Yeah, man. I'm, I What I would really need to look at, Kevin... I would love to look at all the closeout games for Bruce that Bruce Bochy, Bochy has managed and see if how he did it was it was just one pitcher that well, they just, hammered Cliff Lee. I yeah. remember yeah. that. Yeah. Did he did he have just one pitcher out there or did he throw eight out there and he was just like everybody's up. And, I know, remember Lincecum dominated us in Game Five, so I can remember that because really it was against us. Yeah. Uh, it was Lincecum versus Lee. It was a close game through three or four innings, and right about the fourth or fifth inning. They got to Lee, and Lincecum kind of dominated us for most of the game. They might have brought in the crazy guy. I forget the white dude who had the beard. Was there Wilson? Something? Oh, Bri- yeah. Brian Wilson? Yeah. Bri- yeah like yes. Brian Wilson's Good more. call. Yeah. And then from the 682, they texted this in. And if a player is removed from the World Series roster, do they still get a ring? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. They Even like Jacob deGrom yeah, will get a ring. he'll get a ring. Well, and that's that was the discussion. Somebody asked, you know, about Jacob deGrom. What's the update on him? The, but, like, yes, he's been around the, the club. He's, he's in the been, dugout. He's been on trips with them. He flies with them. He's there. He is there. He is around this team. And that's something that, you know, when I saw the video this morning of uh, June 6th of this year, it was from Sam Gannon over at Fox 4, the video where he was in tears whenever he realized he was done for the year. And, like, realizing that that dude's a human, too. Yeah. Like, I know he got a lot of dollars put in his pocket and everything, but he wanted to be part of this. He wanted to, to – he, he said when he got here, Chris Young told me something that made me realize that this is going to be something special, and I want to be here for it, just like Seeger did. So that was that's tough to see, but, yeah, man, he's he's been part of what the Rangers are doing, too. The playoffs thus far – tell us that this game is over the second a team scores a run because okay. the, the Diamondbacks are 7-0. I seven don't believe oh. that because the, I saw 2011. Okay, I'm, I'm glad that you said that because <laughs> my question then was going to be, do you feel at ease if the Rangers score the first run? They're 10-0 and in the postseason when they score first. I was, I'm glad you're bringing this up. I texted you guys. Corey responded. I was nervous in the fourth inning, sorry, up man. ten to zero. Yes, me too. Or, you know, like they're they're scoring a run. I'm like, oh my god! And then the 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 sixth inning when Dunning comes in and they hit a chopper over his head for an infield hit. Like it was two weak hits, but two guys were on. And I'm I was nervous then. So if the Rangers are up by nine and ten runs, and I am <laughs> nervous in the fourth and fifth inning, no, I'm not going to be at ease because it's <laughs> one to zero in the second inning. Texas Rangers, ten to zero, had me 
not at ease yeah. to be <laughs> I appreciate. I think everyone needs to appreciate the self-edit that just took place for Mike Bassett. How are you going to be, Corey? We score the first running back. Got this sucker. 10 and 0. Um, I'm probably not talking a lot of trash tonight. I'm probably uh sticking with the uh all right, what's the next play? And, and that's just I don't know why I've been that way. Usually I'm paranoid and freaking out about everything, but I'm very comfortable right now in that I don't have to worry about it because Bochi has it. You know, like yeah. I just there's something weird about just saying I have complete trust in this manager. Like we've never had that before. We we loved Ron, Ron Washington, but there were a lot of gut Ron uh, wash gut moves that we were like, what? Uh, and every move with uh, with Bochy, I'm just like, no, nah, man, he's he has to worry about it, not me. All right, so you guys got me my bronze medal. Yes. If you guys don't know, I was on the Olympic qualifying team in 06, but 08, I didn't make the Olympic team. They chose a whole new team, so I wasn't part of it, which means I had nothing to do with the Olympic bronze medal in 2008. I did call two whole games this year on the television <laughs> in Washington, D.C. You sure did. I remember And I that. called a radio game against the Yankees that Garrett Cole like had a 30-minute complete game. It was really good for him, not for the Rangers. I watched I was. I was on three whole real broadcasts this year. Mike, do I get a ring for my three-game stint? Yes, you do, because Corey and I have already had a conversation about this very fact. Okay. I can't promise you that the team will get it to you. Yeah. <laughs> I can't promise ours will be as good, but somehow, some way, we will get you a Texas Rangers World Series ring if that comes to pass. I will tell you also, though, that just like I tell my kids, now that you've asked, though, I'm not going to do it. So Yeah, you don't have to. Okay. Oh, that I'm disappointment. Ni- yeah. My buddies were asking yeah. me that were former Duncanville basketball players, and I'm like, I'm 99.9% sure I do not qualify for the uh, <laughs> ring ceremony. It was. Hey, I'll tell you this, man. I watched those games that you called, and I enjoyed every second. I was tweeting live about hey, it. Hey, they won one of them. In your face, Now, Kevin. are you upset at Bally's? I'm going to ask you if you're upset with Bally's. Oh, because a little you just, bit. They said it was too late for Peace-a-thon. You just... Oh, that's not, <laughs> that's not what we're doing. I got a question for you about you that. You just reason. talked about if the Rangers score first, they win. Yes. I have, I have been on both Tampa broadcasts. I was on two of the Orioles broadcasts. I did two of the Astros broadcasts, and I've done two of the World Series games. On television, I am undefeated. I have not done a television postgame show where they have lost a playoff game. I am not on this broadcast tonight. Let's get Dana on the horn and whoever else we need to and make this thing happen. So, Wait, is that Dana Larson? Yes. Like, you believe Dana Larson yes, runs I do. all the schedule? That's right. All right, very That good. is correct. Leslie McCaslin's on tonight. I think it's Murphy, I want to say. I think David Murphy's the broadcaster tonight, so hopefully they're celebrating a championship. I did look it up, guys. Uh, in the first World Series that Bochi uh, called, it was Lincecum and then Brian Wilson. That was it in the closeout game. Okay. And the next one, Matt Cain, Afelt, Casilla, and Romo closed that out. Four pitchers. Tony finally and got then, his championship. And then in the last one, it was Tim Hudson, Jeremy Afelt again, and then Madison Bumgarner to close that thing Didn't out. he throw, like, the fifth through the ninth inning as the closer? Yes. Yeah. It was something crazy. So, like, like I'm not expecting Jordan Montgomery to go in there and have four innings to close this game out because I feel like they and have the And that was game pieces. seven, yeah. too. Yeah, they're rested. Like, they, you know, like, uh, Chapman's rested. Spores is rested. Uh, LeClerc has been... 
I'm just amazed at what LeClerc's doing. I don't want this to go seven, but just a reminder, if it no. does, Evaldi will pitch possibly. game Just like Montgomery pitched game seven against the Astros, you will have John Gray starting, but Evaldi will be there to pitch two or three innings if you need it in game seven with Max Scherzer being out. <laughs> the 972. Fun fact. My firstborn cost me two ALCS championship rings as I worked front office for the Rangers. I still haven't told him. That oh my gosh, that, I would tell him every day. And there are some great there are some great messages that have been coming through. I want to read you just a couple if we can. From the two one four, been tearing up the whole show. My dad watches every game and he calls me. He's seventy eight and in poor health. Thank you to the Rangers, Jared, Pixie, Eric, y'all for this journey. Thank you so much for everything you do. That's from Blake. And then And if you can't sleep tonight, if it happens, we'll be, we'll be yeah. we're coming up here. I'll be up here till two AM. Other people will be up here. We're literally Same. we're literally when the game ends, you can hear Eric Nadell, Matt Hicks, Jared yep. Sandler, all yep. the interviews. And then when that broadcast goes off, us not just us, but all of yep. uh, us up here will be on broadcasting until 4.30 a.m. when Sean and RJ will go on an hour, an hour early to start off. It's amazing, and this kind of passion is amazing from the 585. I moved here in 2007. I've been a Tolo ever since and a Rangers fan. My parents live in western New York and are avid Rangers fans now that we've taken them to games sporadically since 2007. My dad and I text or call during every game. He even got his cable company to give him ballets to watch the games. It means a lot to watch along with him and my son who plays. I hope we get to celebrate. Go rain. Come on, please. It'll be just magical's not the right word. I don't know what even the right words are if this happens. And should sports bring me this much joy and this much pain? The answer is no, but it does. Probably not. And for people that are asking, and if you want to avoid, if they win, my guess would be. Don't. You'd better not say the word, the P word. I won't. But I was going to say my guess would be Friday. Okay. If it happens later, okay. my guess would be Monday. I don't even. Yeah, Your guess is 100%. Better. I know. I was just trying to be cautious about that, Mike. Okay. So, oh, oh my gosh, I can't believe we're about to leave this building and this is it. We did it. We did our show. We did our work. Oh, if you're at work listening, do your work. Yeah, do your work. Okay. Do your job. Yeah. Is that the only way the Rangers will win? Yeah. Is that what we're saying? Do the crap that you've been doing, all right? But then when you get off work, yeah. It's time to Why watch the Rangers like that? at 7 p.m. Don't know if I love the way you just said that. He said work. We're the KFC yeah. masterpiece. He said we can get off work. Right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, let's chit-chat with those fellas from the By God G-Bag Nation. Yes. We'll do it next right here on The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? 
we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. There's a swing and there's a drive deep to right field. Way back goes Carroll. He's at the wall. That ball is history. A home run for Jonah Heim. His first World Series hit leaves the yard and makes it 11-1, to Texas. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fed. We're T-minus five hours and 19 minutes from first pitch. And right now, DNM Leasing brings you our chit-chat with those fellas from the G-Bag Nation. Gentlemen, how is you today? Terrific, Hagee. How are you? I'm nervous as hell, and I'm not even playing in this game. And it's still five hours away. How many Ranger fans do you think that have the funds, got on a plane this morning, and knew that ticket prices were going down because of Diamondback fans kind of selling out right now? Our buddy uh, Sparkman just texted me and said, listening to you guys on the way to the airport right now, heading to uh, yeah. heading to the airport to go see this thing Let's live. go, Sparky! There you go, Sparky. Sparky. <laughs> we miss you, buddy. Miss you, buddy. It's, it's actually, it was actually very doable. Because, yeah, we were yeah. Ready. Because I had a situation. Unfortunately, we couldn't get the space to do the broadcast for today. But it, it it's very affordable to go. And the fact, it made it really easy for us because of our credentials. So we'd have been able, that part of it had been taken care of. But when you look at the flight, the hotel, the car, and all that, it's it's all very, very doable. Very doable. So I, we've, we've talked a lot about the specifics of the game and the fallout for the rest of the series if it doesn't go the Rangers' way and all of that. Where are y'all's heads at? How are you feeling going into Game 5 this evening? Feeling very confident. You know, um, I, I'm not considering any uh, eggs hatched. Is that what I should say? Sure. Yes. I, I, everything is still up to be decided. But, yes, maximum confidence, fairly, um, you know, surprised because we've never been here in a in a championship series where it looks like your team is just going to kick their ass. You know, it's not like going tit for tat. No, oh, geez, are they going to win? Or are we going to win? Yeah. It's wow. They're kind of taking control of the series here. And last night you bludgeoned them a little bit. Now you have guys like Simeon hitting as well. It really feels like momentum is an, is an avalanche happening right now. And I expect the Rangers to go out there and whoop that ass again tonight and come Ooh, home with the rings. That's what I expect. I love it. Let's go. Yeah. With Evo on the mound, man, I just think this is, this is our best chance to close this thing out. I don't really want to 
come back and face Merrill Kelly. Although I do nope. think I like Jordan Montgomery. I know Smoltz. Of course, it, but. but Merrill Kelly's been so. And I know Smoltzy thinks that the D backs have the Rangers right where yeah. they want them. That mm-hmm. this series is over because the D backs are going to win it in seven. Go bleep yourself, Smoltzy. All right, but I, I am confident tonight in the Rangers getting the win. But I understand the pessimism from just DFW sports fans because we've been crushed and heartbroken. And you just don't want to say anything to jinx it. You don't want to put the cart before the horse. I understand all of that, but I am very crotch first at the moment. I'm worried that my desperate team theory, that makes sense, right? I've never yeah. ap- I've never applied it to baseball. I've only applied it to football, the desperate team theory, and I wonder if that's where the Diamondbacks are right now. And I you know, and I I was listening to uh you guys today, but I was also when you were on commercial listening to Major League Baseball their channel and you know, th- this is one of those things where they're always, well, what words do you say as a manager? And, Mike, you could speak to this because of talks and stuff you've heard in clubhouses. But th- this guy was like, listen, there's nothing you could say. The-, the Diamondbacks know the situation they're in. The Rangers know. Bruce Bochy has said it all along. I don't have to talk to these guys. Yeah. They know the situation that they're in right now. So there's nothing of, you know, Newt Rockney speeches or anything that the Diamondbacks are going to get. They know yeah. that they lose, they're going home. If they win, they're going to have a chance to do what they did against Philadelphia, and that's win two games on the road. And so that's where the desperate team theory worries me a little bit. Never applied it to baseball, but interesting. But the principles could remain the same. Let's see if it happens. Desperate yeah. team theory is real, but but so is the fact that championship players win championships and and championship managers manage uh, uh, they matter. And you have both of those things. You have Corey Seager, you have Bruce Bochy, guys that you know. Uh, have what it takes to get it done. No disrespect to the Diamondbacks. Really nice team. Seems like a cool dude as the manager. But these are these these aren't guys that win championships. They you could always be a team that a championship happens to. Yeah. You know when you're like, wow, look at this, we're champions. But Corey Seager is a championship player. Bruce Bochy is a championship manager, and they are guiding and leading this team and bringing everybody up to their identity, which is this absolute graceful confidence and poise and composure in these moments. They're not going to pee down their leg. That's what it would take to lose a lead like this. You would you would have to you would have to get super nervous and be like, "Oh my goodness, we're so close. I can taste it." And then screw up. Bruce Bochy has proven to us over the last 2 months he always knows what to do. And right now, his experience tells him to say nothing. Just let these guys go do what they do. What do you guys think Zach Gallen is bringing to the table because obviously he is an excellent pitcher, has been excellent throughout the year. But he has had some postseason struggles. I think he's probably going to bring a whole bag of ass uh, to the to the bump. <laughs> uh, I, I don't see him a really. Whole bag, huh? uh, honestly, he he's a guy that's just been a totally different pitcher yes. post All Star break. I mean, the numbers show that, and he didn't look like the same guy in Game One. The Rangers were able to get to him. I mean, my bigger concern really is the D backs' ability to run on Evaldi. That's something that he has struggled at is controlling the running game. But I think the Rangers can hit around Gallon. I don't know if he even makes it four innings tonight. Wow. He's exhausted, man. He's exhausted, and this Rangers lineup is exhausting to pitch against. It's a team of destiny, Rangers in five. And I think they do know the Diamondbacks to your desperate team theory tonight, unless Gallon just dominates. They know Seawalt's pitching the ninth no matter what. Right. They know that Ginkle, am I getting that right? I I need to memorize his name. He's pitching the eighth no matter what. So those are six outs that you're going to have to deal with in the eighth or ninth, no matter what the score is. They haven't been used here at home for them. They're they're fresh, ready to go. And I'm going to assume Mantiply, who's had a really good series, pitched nice yesterday, did give up the double to 
Josh Young, he's probably very ready to pitch the seventh inning. So they do have kind of their back end. They're going to use no matter what. So I do think the first five to six innings are very important for the Texas Rangers. I know what you did. I can't imagine, like in game one, I just can't imagine that Tori Lavella, who I know, he's a great person. I can't imagine after what happened last night, he stupidly pitched to Corey Seager in the second inning. I just can't imagine he's going to put in Mantiply in a big situation in the seventh inning or anybody else and go, hey, let's see if Seager can hit a home run here or not. Some of the early money has for this game has come in on Arizona. It's been close throughout the day, but Rangers were minus 115, which is not even, but it's pretty close. And now the Diamondbacks minus 110 favorites. So it's stayed in a really thin margin, but that leads me to believe that a little bit of cash is coming in on the Diamondbacks. That that speech from Adolis. Where How cool is that? Hearing Josh Young say he picked us up by asking us to pick him up. Like yeah. you know, what he must have said to those guys. I know, Broadus, you said no Newt Rockney speech here. Well, I'm saying from the managerial standpoint yeah. of things, but yeah, the players, I, I just, yeah. But, but Adolis, uh, that's... No, there's no question that he's, uh, you know, he's a, he's a leader of this team. Big part for that. And I yeah. just wonder how much that emotionally jacked them up, you know, going sure. into that game last night. And uh, and if that was something they I, rode, if they can recapture that a little I bit. I think this team has, has all year long, and it started with Jacob deGrom, has dealt with problems. Agreed. They've run a marathon. They're at mile, at mile uh, 12. Their toenail got ripped off. <laughs> Mm. At mile 16, they got a bad rash under their arm, and they started bleeding. At mile 19, thought it was the nipple rash. The nipple yeah. started yeah. bleeding. One of those water Chafe. cups, one water. Yeah. Exactly. Chafing. That's the thing about running a marathon. You manage problems the whole way. Then where we're all kind of losing our minds about them losing Adolis and losing a pitcher, that's water off their back. Yeah. They just kind of laugh it off and then – Hey, Jankowski, I know you haven't had many at-bats, but go ahead and get a couple of hits for us tonight and see how that plays out. And our, you know, that's, our, yeah, that's worked out. I mean, they, they've endured, they have run the marathon, and they have managed problems the whole entire time. They see the finish line ahead. They can see the crowd. They can see their families. They can see, they can hear the music. They can see everything about it. They just got to get this thing across the line. Our apologies to Brandon Aubrey. He was named the NFC Special Teams Player of the Week, and he definitely deserves it, but, you know. He deserves a nice letter. Don't you guys give letters? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Note. Absolutely. Thank you, Note. There you go. What do you guys got coming up on the program today? Pure gold as always, Hagee. Thanks Woo. so much for asking. It's pretty much a four-and-a-half-hour uh, pregame show. Krusty's Corner, we're going to look uh, at the Eagles on on tape. Of course, G-Bag of the Day coming up at 2.30. Derek Holland's going to join you at 3.20. Matt Hicks at 4.00. Uh, and uh, uh, Mike Adams at 440. So, cool. and then of course, Sands at six. Corey, there's only one way to end this show today. Let's go, Rangers! Let's go, Rangers! Let's go, Rangers! T Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.